Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Who Are Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barra Carlin, and with me today, I'm over the moon to have Cruel Sister on. So, uh, Cruel Sister, she makes the type of music that uh, the second I heard it, I was like, why haven't I listened to this all the time? This is fantastic. So, uh, it's very exciting for me to have her on. Uh, I had a blast recording it. I hope you enjoy it. Um, so, it's fresh off. She's just released her second EP, Turgid, and also uh, two shows. Uh, one was in Irish Music Week uh, in Workman's, and the second was supporting Sprints and Button Factory. So, we have plenty to talk about in this particular episode. We'll talk about, obviously, the EP, uh, how it came about, all the themes that go into it, the writing of it, and also the artwork that she creates for it, and a bunch of other nuts and crannies that come with, you know, being an artist in Ireland and... Uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Here's the theme music by Zach Stevenson. for a new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm delighted to have Cruel Sister on with me. Thank Hi. you so much for coming over and making Thanks the trip. Thanks for having me. You've had a very busy last two weeks, I think, last three weeks. Yeah, Um. well, my EP, Turgid, came out, so that's something. And then just after that, I did two gigs, um, Ireland Music Week, and then I supported Sprints in the Button Factory was it last weekend or was it the weekend before? Maybe it was the weekend before. I, I, I've it's lost track of time. They all kind of blend in. Everything just blends yeah. in at the moment. So, yeah. No, the, because uh, the, the Irish Music Week was the first time I saw you. Mm. And it was funny because who actually, or, well, not who organized this, but Aaron who was from Skinner was the guy. Mm. And he, uh, I think when I actually, when he was on, he was like, uh, he was talking about like different Irish artists and mm. stuff. And he mentioned Cruel Sister. I was like, who's Cruel Sister? And he goes, Barra, what the fuck? And I was like, okay, I've got to see this. I've got to, got... and then as soon as I saw it, I was like, as soon as I heard you, I was like, this is amazing. And then to see you live, I was like, fantastic. You've got a great band with you and everything. Yeah, oh yeah. my God, they are just the best. Like, you know, I couldn't do it without them really. Like, they're just, like, we just, I don't know, you know when you just kind of get lucky? Like, I've seen, I know a lot of people who went through, like, a lot of different bands and so I'm like, I am just so lucky that it's just worked out with all my musicians. Like they're just, just and they're, but the, yeah, and just like, I just love hanging out with them. Like they're just <laughs> so fun. Like, I mean, I knew my drummer Reese from college. We went to college mm. together and we were actually in a little band uh, with a few college people that never went anywhere called Bon Anniversaire. And Reese played the bass in that band and they played the drums on like, they played the drums on one track for a girl's my age. And then all the drums, every track that you hear drums on in Turgid. Uh, is is Reese basically so yeah they're yeah all my band I just shout out to you guys <laughs> Callum Reese Ian you you the goats <laughs> yeah um and like obviously we're here to talk about the new EP now yeah. it, it's absolutely fantastic it was yeah. one of those EPs that when I was listening to it um I literally was like for the very first time every single time there was a new song I was like Jesus caught me by surprise Jesus mm, caught me by surprise that's kind of the goal yeah, yeah no it, it, like it, it was it's fantastic I just wondering like what was kind of the uh, intention going in and writing it so, yeah so like I don't know I I always wonder like when people go about making projects like that do they just have an overall arcing like I want to make these many songs and stuff and then they're going to be about this but for me usually like at this point in my time in my life in my career anyway like I usually the songs kind of just come to me 
you know, sometimes in a certain period of my life, sometimes they're old, old little bits of songs that I reapply context to, you know, and then I just kind of like, hmm, these kind of go together. Like, there's a few different ideas for songs that I had before I decided to just cut it off at five songs for the CP, but yeah, I don't know. I bas basically, I just write them, I get the structure down, and then like, decide which ones are gonna suit this EP basically and like it's not that I went about them with a particular theme in mind when I wrote them it's more that like they see because they, they most of them came about from a kind of period of my life of like two the last two years year and a bit they kind of just took on the team regardless because mm. that's what was going through my brain at the time basically is a very convoluted way to say that, I guess. But yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I was reading you talk about. I think it was Hans you were talking about, mm. which uh, was about fear. So if you want to yeah. kind of elaborate, on that. well, yeah, Hans is like, it's it's a lot more abstract. The lyrics, I kind of allowed myself to be a little less sensical with them, to be honest, when I wrote it, because basically I wrote it and I just kind of liked the lyrics so much. I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna repeat them because I like when songs do that. I think it can work. I don't always do it, but like it, I think it worked in this way. And it's funny you should ask about hands, actually, because <laughs> I was um, looking through some. I was I was sorting out my shelves because I love doing that stuff because I'm a Virgo, and I was <laughs> I was I do I do I love it. It's such it's like therapy for me. I don't sort my shelves out as you can uh, probably like, they tell. Very organized to me, honestly. Like you should see some people's shelves. Like it's some crazy. But I was going through old, so I had a whole shelf, and like it was covered in like notebooks and sketchbooks and stuff from like. The last kind of like two years and I would just what I do is like I'd flick through them if they had a load of pages left I put them back and if they're completely full I just put them away just to be stored and then there was a like blue copy book that was from like it was a mixture between I used it in college so I was just looking through all the different things I wrote in college and it's just so crazy like going back to like that person from like you know four or five years ago and my you know my thought process is there and then at some point then I came across, I think because it still had a load of space in it, I picked it up like last year and then I found the entire lyrics to hands. Like I think I literally just wrote them in one go. I don't think they went through any kind of like editing pro or like kind of, no, I'll put that, sub that in, that kind of thing. Oh, I think like, yeah, I, t I took a photo. It was like, my hands carry all my, good. yeah, the, like the verse and the chorus basically. The kill me, kill me. Kill me, need I need to be loved. That kind of was. I love that lyric. That by that the way. came. <laughs> that kind of I just added that in, while kind of like playing it with the band, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna throw this in here, and then, yeah. But I just found the whole lyrics. Like, damn, did I literally just write that in a day? But like, at that time, I don't know. It was like, well, the kind you know. So I watched Aladdin. Long, 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 long time ago. Um, but I love, I love Aladdin. Which I, one, the Robin Williams one or the Will Smith? Robert, one? Robin William, Robin okay. Williams. I have not seen the Will Smith one. Um, uh, do not. But like, uh, I don't know. We used to have a load of like Disney movies on video back in the day. That'll show my age. Um, but uh, I just remember there's a bit where uh, Jasmine, she, she, you know, she tries to disguise herself as a commoner to escape Ooh. her princess duties, and. Um, she sees a little boy and he's like poor and probably starving she's like and she just you know she obviously doesn't know how money works because she's a princess and never had to do it her whole life probably she just grabs an apple from a stall and is like oh here you go and he's like and the guy on his story is like ah you know what the penalty is for stealing and like he like grabs her hand and he's about to cut it off i was like oh my god is that a thing like is that a thing in certain places around the world where the penalty for stealing is to have your hand chopped off and i was like that's crazy and then like 
when it came to writing hands which ultimately the song is kind of a little bit about like your own which you know and the kind of the overarching theme for like turgid i suppose in general is like having dark thoughts and dark thought processes and like often i would almost like look at you know i'd struggle i struggle a lot with intrusive thoughts basically and i'm just like oh my god how am i capable of these things and obviously the more i learn about it the more sympathetic i get to myself basically but at the time i was like oh my good grief like what is wrong with me like i I'm, i i must be a bad person and i'd look at other people you know and like god every everyone just you know has their dark moments but like i look at other people who seem to be like the most normal kind of like they you know it's like do you even think about this stuff like you must like just have such normal thoughts such a normal thought and like i thought of the idea of like maybe stealing their brains or like stealing their thoughts you know and like kind of trying to cosplay as a normal person basically so yeah you know cut them off you can't be stealing you know my hands carry all my good thoughts basically that's that's the kind of overarching idea basically behind it and just like and then the eye can't see him where can i find him it's a bit on the nose but it is kind of alluding to god or like an idea of god and like being watched being kind of observed and someone knowing your inner mental processes he's like because that was another thing he's like oh my god if anyone could read my brain right now i am so fucked that was the line yeah. that resonated with me, with me when you were talking about it i can't remember what interview it was but it might have actually just been your instagram but you might posted, have yeah but she just posted about you know this idea that people can hear your thoughts all the all the time yeah that goes through my head constantly yeah. even when i'm just walking around just I, like, oh, I know oh yeah I, it, it's like i see so many memes about it i was like oh damn i hope nobody can read my yeah, brain right like, now i'm not a bad person just a... <laughs> mm. Mm. um you're human we're all human yeah, exactly basically. that's yeah. the kind of thing i learned about it it's just like you know like you're not going to be this you know pure ah it's all puppies and you know la 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 for, you know like I know it's it's that's such a basic thing to no, say, but like, but like allowing yourself to be like, you know, sometimes like, you know, my brain just goes somewhere, and like, you know, and that's okay, you know, it doesn't make make me anything. It's just a human being who's observing and learning all the time. Like mm. that's just a part of life, I guess. <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah. Unfortunately, sometimes. unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you you said that Lenny was your favorite song. Yeah. Now, I can it. I ask you why? Oh, uh, I just love it. Um, it is class. Um, I think. Um, I don't know. I just love how fast it is. Like, yeah, I like I like the lyrics for it a lot. To be honest, um, they're probably my favorite. I yeah, they're probably my favorite lyrics out of every song on the EP personally. Um, um, but like, I just love, I love the guitar. It's a very guitar-y song, oh, and yeah. like Reese is just fucking hitting those fucking drums at an <laughs> insane speed, and like, I just knew at the time, I was listening to basically a lot of Sonic Youth basically around that area which is probably very fucking obvious to anyone who knows them at all it's like you listen to my be it's like oh i can hear the influence um but like i really wanted to make a song that was like really ferociously fast with a really piercing guitar sound and like when i play guitar i i don't consider myself a very like good guitarist like i'm, I'm okay i'm okay i don't want to talk myself down i'm a i'm a decent guitarist like i do what i need to do like and i you know i do what i need to do for my music but for a lot of my music i would mostly just play like kind of chords like chord kind of stuff but like whereas for lenny it was more like single notes played on it was it was a bunch of stuff but like the leading kind of riff is like me playing single notes um on my reverb i'm a reverb, reverb mm. pedal and distortion pedal basically and i just i don't know i just really like songs that have like a very fast beat beat and like that kind of 
you know, and on the baseline. Oh my god, I think the baseline actually was the first part that I wrote about. I think I was like, I was like, oh yeah, this is great. It's so fast, you know. Um, yeah, I know. It just it just fun. It's we love playing it, and we really, you know, some songs like so. Whenever I bring a song to the band, we 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 kind of almost know after like playing like once or twice that we're like where this song belongs in the set and i i think like after maybe the first or second time of playing it like we were all like this is an opener song you yeah. know and yeah. oh so, like it's i remember the first time yeah. I remember, I'm like fuck yeah it's it has like such because it has that like a, about a minute of like no singing just complete instrumentals and you know which is you know not a lot i don't know putting that out as a single as well was kind of like it's not that big a risk but like you know, I was advised that like maybe it was it'd be a little less kind of um radio ex- friendly, is it? Yeah, or? radio friendly or maybe just like not as accessible compared to like girls my age, which is a lot more kind of shoegazy, dreamy, poppy, sweetie. Um, so you know, but I was like, No, I really, really want this to be the next single. Like it's important to me and and you know, it paid off because like, you know, the reception was pretty I think good. People like it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely my fit. Fa- yeah. I just love it and like the lyrics Oh God! Have you heard the the turgid pronunciation story? Like, no. oh my God! Oh. Um, so basically, oh, <laughs> oh, I don't really. It's like it's, to it's know not that it. it's not that bad. It's 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 fine. It's completely fine. But it's just a bit of a silly, goofy moment on my half. Behalf, oh, on your half. On my behalf, basically. Right, so okay. so so I thought turgid was pronounced with a tarji turgid. Uh, to be honest, I did as well until you said it when you came over. That's, <laughs> I was like, that's oh it. shit, I pronounced that's it wrong. Yes. So I, so a lot of people have said this. Um. So basically, I when I was doing biology in secondary school, I had a really lovely biology teacher. Um. And she was really fun. But I'm glad you said it now. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Honestly, because and she was teaching us about like you know plant cells, everything, yeah. all that, and she was like, so, you know, so girls like so when the plant cell is really full of like water it's a good thing it's really turgid it's really swollen but it's not a good thing for uh, human cells to be turgid like so i was like oh my god that's crazy like tur- no she said sorry she said tur- i'm saying it turgid correctly she said yeah. turgid turgid i was like turgid i like that word mm, turgid it's so <laughs> cool the plant cell is swollen with water turgid oh, love that and then yeah so that so obviously i had never ever in my life heard that word pronounced at all in real life by anyone for about oh god that was i'm gonna say like nearly 10 years ago um (laughs) you know so but the next nearly 10 years of my life not hearing that word and i was like yeah that's that's you know she's a biology teacher i'm sure she knows the correct pronunciation (laughs) and um you know then i wrote the song lenny i was like there was do you know what happened there was a day where basically i drank a load of water because like when I sometimes I get headaches from not drinking enough water so I was like I'll just drink a lot of it to kind of get rid of it and I was like oh that's almost too much water and I was like my brain feels kind of turgid I was like and then I was like oh that'd be such a cool song lyric and I was like oh wait I know what to do I know what to do so I yeah so I I put it in Lenny and I was like Lenny's got a turgid brain and I was like yeah this is great this is great and I was like oh my god yeah and I'm calling the EP that turgid oh fucking this is so cool I'm such a genius incorporating, <laughs> incorporating science into like music, Ugh, like my brain. And then next thing you know, right? This is literally, this is after I have sent the song. The song's been mastered. The song is in the in upload and distributor. Everything's ready to go. Like I cannot change anything. And then I'm just on Instagram looking at stories, and I see this girl. Actually, it's Piri from Piri and Tommy, and she's like, like, oh guys, look at my plant. It's so beautiful, so lush, or you know, it's so turgid. And I'm like 
turgid. What you mean turgid? <laughs> turgid, turgid, Like, and so I looked it up, and I and like you know in Google Translate you can like click yeah, the yeah, thing the, and the the hear the translation yeah. and say, and it goes turgid. I'm like turgid, <laughs> turgid. I'm like, and so I'm like, are you fucking serious? So like now my EP, which I thought was turgid, is now turgid, and like luckily that's fine. <laughs> the out the title of the EP, you grand, you know, like I can still just call it turgid. But like in the song Lenny, I I I say turgid, turgid brain, and I still say turgid life because I still prefer that pronunciation. So I'm just gonna like, you know, totally you know use my artistic license here. And I was just about say, to say oh, artistic yeah. license coming through. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I was uh, not that it's it's even close, but um, I was going to college in Trinity uh, over the, or like about last year, mm-hmm. and every Wednesday I would go get. Uh, a burger in the same place in Fourth Corner. Nice. And I was getting Fourth Corner's great. I was getting the Nudja burger, which is a Nudja oh, burger. Nudja. And your man never corrected me for for the Nudja. whole thing. <laughs> oh yeah, Nudja. Oh, I would pronounce it Nudja because I used to work in an Italian restaurant as well, and like we would have in. Nduya pasta sauce. I was like, what? The, what is this nudja? Yeah. nudja? I had no idea what it was for ages as well. It's like you know, it's like pork. I was like, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, can I ask you about pullback? Please, please ask I, me about pullback. I love that song. Oh, thank I, you. I, I, like, well, I, 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 truth be told, I do love the entire EP, but like pullback uh, would be my personal favorite song. On oh, it. really? I think oh, that's odd. that's that's really cool because like um, I don't know. It wasn't a single, so sometimes when sing songs don't get put out as singles, they don't get as much attention but so can pullback is like yeah, it's just the raucousness of it i'm just like oh. yeah like it's like it's out of all the songs on the ep i was the least certain about this one for some reason like but then i heard it finally master i was like oh, actually no wait this rocks but i i know i was i was very curious to see people's reactions to it just because i i, I like i think i took it out of the set for a good while because it's really hard to play well, it's not that hard to play. Like, it's not that hard for me. It's hard for my drummer. My poor drummer is like, do, 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 do. Like, oh my God. But actually, but like, we've gotten to a really good place with it now live. Um, So, but like for before, I was like, guys, I don't want this in the set. Like, it's just not quite there yet. Um, But like now it's like great. But yeah, uh, I think that's probably why. Maybe I have like a kind of like feeling about it compared to the rest. But then when it was finished and mastered and everything, I was like, you know what? This is actually quite a good song. <laughs> yeah. Good to, and uh, with the artwork that goes along with it, because mm. like I, I saw the artwork, I think it was for Lenny with the faces on it. And I was like, that's mm. so cool. And then I found out that you did it yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, like, do you do you does the artwork come like secondary after the song or like are you one of these people that visualizes the artwork as you write? Um, it really depends. Uh, but in this instance, afterwards um yeah i don't know i was initially the route i was going to take with all the artwork was going to be like more black and white and stuff but then i was just kind of like i don't know i because i was going to be before i wanted to become a music person i was going to be an animator and so i have all this like kind of like practice and skills you know literally up until the moment of college application i was like actually you know what i don't want to do this (laughs) but like i have all that kind of like i guess skill of literally my whole life drawing and drawing and drawing and i was like i want to figure out how to kind of incorporate this into the music somehow and like you know i have in the past i've made canvases i have i already have made canvases um but like yeah with the artwork for the ep like i said the theme became apparent after the body of work was kind of assembled so Mm. i was like oh there's a thing going on here i want to see how i can visualize this as well so like i just went through loads of different sketches the hands hands artwork was like kind of more simple i was like okay picture of a girl hands hands and something pretty simple as 
Lenny, I was like, okay, what's kind of going on here? Is it like, what is this song about? Like, I know what the song's about, but like, what do I want to show people visually what it's about? And I was like, okay, like an inner dialogue, two different people, a person, you know, a voice inside you trying to suppress that voice. So it was like, okay, kind of like a two-headed kind of thing going back and forth type thing. And then for the final EP artwork, which is gorgeous. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty. I was. Oh, I took me a while to finally that that one gave me the most grief. I think not grief. That's a bit dramatic, but like most kind of difficulty con- concept wise. Because I used to do yeah. album artwork myself, and you mm. have that moment where you're kind of like, is it too on the nose, or is it yeah. too abstract, or is it? Yeah. Yeah, I was basically. I kind of wanted to stick with the theme of like plants and plant cells. So I was like, okay, maybe I could do something that kind of resembles a kind of plant opening up kind of and I was like okay what plants would I go through I was initially going to think of maybe drawing like the body of a woman with like a flower like and I was like okay what flower would I do like there's so many different flowers associated with like I guess evil which is like oh is that what's inside me me dealing with like that those kind of dark thoughts and then or maybe there's an idea of like an inner self overall and like uh yeah there was a there was a initial draft of that artwork that i was like this is just so fucking ugly i hate it <laughs> and i was like there's surely i can do better than this and so and i just went over it and i just kind of made everything a little bit more fucked up like i made the inner red bit like more droopy like a kind of like the mouth almost looks like a kind of rabbit mouth kind of and then like i don't know and then the two different sides splitting apart the two two halves of myself kind of and the eyes are like kind of melting away and like mm. i don't know if anybody noticed this but like i drew the details in the eyes kind of drooping like that are also supposed to kind of look a little bit like um cells like plants and animal cells like i don't like they're not scientifically accurate but like i just remember <laughs> drawing diagrams from like school and like trying to like you know they're, they're not that accurate and they're not that much of that kind of thing but like i i wanted to have those kind of like little bits going on inside so just a little bit of that and like yeah and I, I just love it I, I do all my drawings on my digital drawings on Procreate on my iPad still need to get into you, Procreate I'm oh on, my I'm god still stuck on Photoshop, it's changed like. the game <laughs> it has changed the game like I had a tablet and like I would just have to go to my desk go open my MacBook open Photoshop so, but like having an iPad means I can just like oh I think of drawing this just whip it out Apple Pen I swear to god it's like the, probably one of the best purchases I've made I don't literally don't use it for anything except art and like well you know tiktok you know because I've, I've i've convinced myself that if i have tiktok on my ipad i won't use it as much like on my <laughs> as compared to like on my phone I'm like yeah, it's yeah. kind of true but like then i just go to bed i was like mm, i feel like you know my little short bursts of content for my rotting brain and i just grab it <laughs> i'm just like and there's something so awkward about holding it like an ipad in bed like there's no comfort to it i don't know and it's, and it's really just not a good way to like go to sleep is just watching tiktoks like you know everybody does it um, I definitely am someone who should not have TikTok. Like, I, my brain is just, you know, I'm like a dog chasing after a squirrel. I'm like, I need my internet dopamine response. I know yes. exactly how that is because I do the same with Reddit. God yeah. damn, I get into rabbit, at, at Reddit least, holes and just it, nonsense. Like, at least you're kind of learning stuff. Like, I feel like, well. you know, well, I, I mean, yeah, fair. But like, you know, at least there's kind of like more interesting information. Because like, I love Reddit, but like, I don't go on it as much. And then I go on it the odd time. I'm like, oh, there's so much cool stuff here. And then but like TikTok is just like, haha, funny, funny cat, haha. Scroll down, haha, haha, that, that shoe is doing something stupid. Like, or, or something like niche like that. And then every now and then it's like, day in my life of like a single mother and i'm just like oh my god wow and like yeah i don't know 
it's like, do I need to absorb all this information? Is a human being meant to absorb all this? I don't think so. <laughs> I personally don't think that human mortals should have ever gotten a hold of TikTok. Oh, the instant gratification. Yeah, like, it's, it's crazy. It was a, a friend of mine was designing for like, I think it was like children's clothes or children's school mm. or something. And she was looking at like how to get their attention on yeah. stuff. And she was saying that the current lecture that she was doing where they were talking about children's like trends, basically, mm. uh, they have an attention span at the moment of five seconds. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be surprised. At five all. seconds. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I Because like something very low anyway. It's yeah. just I don't know. I see a lot of like, I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not a parent. I don't want to like make any judgments or whatever. But like, I just see like, I don't know. But, but not even just like kids. Like, I OK, I think like having an iPad, like if I had an iPad when I was like five, I don't know if I would have like been so creative you know like mm. i don't think i would have maybe gone into maybe i would have maybe you know who, who knows but like i just feel like i'm just pe- people in general i know i've been very recently on a kind of like i hate my phone vibe <laughs> i hate everything about it i use it i use it all the time i'm addicted to it but i kind of hate it for like how like say on the bus to here for example like i was just i i don't know i was just well, I missed the bus stop basically yeah. because I was on my phone. I was like, I've missed that same stop. Yeah, I was literally like, oh, I'll keep an eye in. And then I was like, oh, shit, gotta get off right now. Um, and just like, but the thing is, like, life is, can be so interesting if you just literally put the phone. Like, sometimes I'll just make a point of like, you know what, I'm putting my phone away. I'm just gonna look out the window and see what happens. And like, so much stuff just be happening all the time. <laughs> like, I don't, I know I, 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 I could name a bunch of stuff but I can't think of it all right now just like seeing people just go about their daily lives and just interact and stuff it's just so crazy and it's just like I would have not have you know I feel like I should be getting more observation of like life mm. in general I don't know if that makes sense like I feel like I'm not present enough as I should be no I get that like you it's know. the same I don't know I only had it like a week ago where I was in town and I forgot my headphones mm. and you're just walking around town with no headphones yeah. you're just like jeez I block out all this noise know, it's crazy I know <laughs> and um, like actually I think it was like two three weeks ago Um, literally, actually it was literally like the weekend just before or possibly even the day of Ireland Music Week starting that as in the weekend just before I <laughs> accidentally dropped my phone in the toilet and Been yeah, there. yeah it, it, ha- it happens <laughs> right and I was like no oh god oh fuck like i was like my life my whole fucking like every but it was, it was kind of true i was like you know like the phone itself it was okay i got it fixed in the end there was no damage to anything it only cost me like a 100 quid which i was like great um you know that's a very small price to pay instead of getting a new phone because water damage like i went to two guys the first guy i went to was like don't bother just get a new phone i was like okay and then i went to the next guy and he was like oh no it's fine i'll fix it i was like what the fuck like i could have just actually i nearly accidentally bought a new phone but um <laughs> so wasteful but uh yeah so i left it in with him i was like okay i'm a little unplugged for the next weekend so you know i had my little nokia blockia phone and oh you still have yours I, yeah so it I, I had it wasn't the one that i actually had when i was a teenager it was actually the one that my dad got ages ago that i think i kind of went between phones sometimes like say if like my battery would like break or something mm. I, I don't know like but i had my old sim card with my very very first phone number on it so that's what i was using basically and i had my ipad for social media thank god which is you know in fairness that was on that was that was thank fucking god i had my ipad because it like happened like on release day oh of god the EP. Oh, yeah yeah okay. yeah it was <laughs> was, was, it, was it really say the ep yeah it was it was really say the ep yeah, so that would i was not be fun <laughs> i was able to like do the relevant social media stuff because that that would have been a fucking disaster like 
But, you know, apart from that, and I went basically went down to Waterford to see my boyfriend and his family. And it was honestly, like, I was like, oh, how's this going to be? You know, I'm just so used. I was like, oh, maybe it'll be a really, really nice thing. You know, I literally just use my iPad on the train. That's how I'll listen to anything. And then, you know, when I'm out and about, I'll just literally be as I am. Mm. And it was so nice. I loved it. It was like, and in fairness, it was only for a few days. Like, I'm sure I would eventually like maybe get phone withdrawal symptoms or something, (laughs) I'm sure. But like, it just, I really, honestly, like, I noticed a stark difference in my mental health. Like, I assume, like, I, you know, I'd be down there and I, and then I wake up and then I'd be like, okay, I better check my socials. And as soon as I did, a wave of anxiety came over me. And I just was like, this is just, is this how I am all the time without realizing it? Because when I'm in it, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm fine. But then as soon as I like put it away and don't have to think about it or deal with it, it's literally like, it's, I don't know. Because especially when you're a musician and an artist, like you kind of have to be like, you know, work never starts, but work also never stops. That's like a yeah. quote from Peep Show, I think. Um, <laughs> but like, um, but it's, it's kind of true. Like you kind of have to be on, you always have to be sharing posting you know keeping people informed because that's your main marketing kind of source is like your social media presence and so and you know for me like i'm like yeah that's grand like i'm so on my phone anyway like that's no problem to me but i don't know like 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 even compared to like some of my friends like i'm i'm quite as one would say chronically online Mm. um but i ever since that weekend with just no phone i'm just like i kind of want to go back to that like it's difficult because I love taking photos. I love taking photos on my iPhone. iPhone cameras are the best. I'm sorry, Android users. I respect you. Oh, my camera no, is so bad. No, disres- <laughs> no disrespect. But like iPhone cameras, they're just on another... Well, I don't even know if they're necessarily better. They're just... I well, like how they look. They're better. <laughs> they are. They are. I'm sorry. They just are, you know, like... But unless... You know, and I love doing that. I love taking photos. I love taking videos. Um, you know, and it's also, you know, as a woman, it's nice to have a phone because you feel safe. You know, someone always know always knows where you are. You can always text someone at any given moment when you're walking home, etc. Um, but like, apart from that, and like, you know, the instant gratification from using social media, I was like, what is this actually doing for me? Mm. Like, I don't know. I and and like honestly, it was just it's just kind of feeding an addiction of like needing more and more and more and more and like you know it's all kind of revolving around this kind of capitalist like conditioning that we have where we just need to constantly be consuming absolutely everything need all the content all the information need to put everything about ourselves online we need to be consumable and i was like i don't know if i vibe with that anymore to be honest like i mean look i got my phone fixed and like it's like as though that never happened i'm still completely basically on it maybe a little less since that happened but like i don't know like even before that happened I was thinking like I had the brick phone and I was like, you know, I want to maybe sometimes go on a walk and just take my brick phone with me, go quote unquote brick mode, let everyone know I'm going brick mode and just kind of. I really like that. Yeah, it's like, hey guys, I'm going, I'm going bricker. Um, but uh, but uh, like, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know, but ever since then, obviously things be mad, like, you know, the EP just come out. So I, I do have yeah, to be online. Hard not it's to have it's part of the job. Yeah. That's part of the artist's job is now, you know, being you know especially if you're a small artist you really gotta keep boosting your signal pushing yourself and just really kind of doing so much and like and that used to suit me but now i'm at a point where i'm like i don't know like i think i want to try and reduce long story short i just really really want to reduce my screen time (laughs) have have you tried the minimalist app i i can't i think i 
someone told me about it. Is it the one that makes mine, everything black and white? Yeah. I, I, he, I need to he, try that. He stopped his um, consumption on his phone by like, he says, he, he reckons about 80% wow. because it stopped him. It's because you get the colors and then yeah. your, your brain goes, I, oh! It is. It's crazy. Like literally everything's blue because that, <laughs> that makes your brain stay yeah. awake. But um, is I think I think I looked for it and it, it wasn't available or I just I I don't know if I have a weird thing with downloading things onto my phone like and yes, I swear I, I'm like <laughs> I'm like, like oh I don't trust it. it's not real it's gonna give me a vibe. like I I don't know what you it need is. this PDF for your ticket it's like no I don't it's like PDF <laughs> what you mean show it in my browser um, but like yeah I I I don't know I I but I I I need an app or something to do with that or I don't know. I physically need to not have my phone on me. That is literally the only thing that'll work. Like I sometimes, like when I was making the EP, for example, like, you know, I procrastinated quite a bit, you know, <laughs> thankfully my manager, she's great. She was like, it's okay. I'm going to help you. I'm going to text you every day. So you keep going. I was like, that's good. I need that. I need deadlines. But like, sometimes I literally just have to go to my brother who like, his, his room is beside me. I'd be like, Carl, can you just, can you just take my phone? Like, and don't, <laughs> don't give it to me unless I really, really like ask you to or need to like, just, just take my phone. I need to get this done. So like that kind of stuff, like yeah. I know I'm literally like a child. Like I have no self control. Does ridiculous. your brother ever wonder? Does your brother ever wonder why you're screaming in your room? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, well. So honestly, I mean, well, they don't wonder. Yeah, <laughs> it, you know, um, they 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 are well aware of why, but that doesn't mean they don't basically say, hey, "Can you stop, please?" Especially oh, which oh, Lenny, oh my god, because you know that they were like, yeah, yeah. Um, like so that version that's on the actual track i redid it as in like i did that in yellow door thank god it's very normal even like you know i recorded like the sec i re-recorded most of the vocals in yellow door except for hands obviously um in yellow door but like the first i guess draft of vocals i did in my bedroom i live in a small apartment with my family um <laughs> you know and like for lenny's screams i had to really get into a dark place and kind of try and convince, get I do convince the listener or convince myself or just be convincing in that I was like you know in a lot of pain and so I was really getting into it, literally screams of like sounding like I'm getting murdered until my parents, my dad, which came was like, "Fate, you you gotta stop this!" Like <laughs> people are gonna call the call the guards. I was like, "Okay," and I was like, "You know what? Very fucking fair," and that is not a normal thing to have to hear from a neighbor's perspective. And like you know, because like. There's just I have so many neighbors, like, because it's a big apartment complex. So I just was like, okay, fair enough. Redid them. I was like, Brown. So now I'm a lot more wary of that, like, because now I have space in Yellow Door where I just kind of go to just if I need to record something like that for for demos or anything, I just I just go there. Mm. It's just it's not fair. Like my, my family, they're they're usually quite like chill with like me recording vocals or me playing music. Like we live in a very musical house because my dad's a musician. My brother's a rapper, but um. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he what? makes music. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. His 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 artist name is Styx. All right, okay. Uh, Does yeah, he have anything on SoundCloud or? Spotify yeah, yeah. He has a track on Spotify. Oh, what's it called? Child's Play. It's called oh, Child's Play. Play. Yeah, oh, yeah. Listen uh, Yeah, he's um he's he's kind of starting out and he's doing a few gigs with his friend Jack Reedy, and um, but yeah, we're, it's, it's a very we're a very kind of artsy family. My mom's an actress slash writer. Dad's musician, songwriter, so you know I'm just kind of surrounded runs by that the all the time. Yeah, yeah it, it does, it does, it runs yeah. in the family. So you know, so there's never so when it comes to like making demos or whatever, like my parents are usually like, yeah, whatever, do what you got to do once you do it before a certain time, like midnight, which is very reasonable. Um, you know, then it's, it's like grand, but like you know, screaming of that level, like in most places, would just generally not be accepted, <laughs> nor should it be. Like I, I, I wouldn't want it myself. 
Well, I remember the first time, uh, like, obviously I live you're here now, so I live in yeah. the attic, but I remember yeah. the first time getting into, like, death metal and that kind of oh. stuff. And my family are very conservative. Like, my right. dad's very religious. And he just came up the stairs and he goes, what the fuck was oh, that? No. And he was like, what have you gotten into? And I was just like, I just, I oh, found this man. in Tower Records and I really like it. And he goes, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he was, like, and it's all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. And actually, do you know another thing is that you wouldn't think it because it feels like such a natural primal thing, but screaming like that? is so hard oh yeah it's so like i didn't i just kind of not you know stupidly assumed before i got into it, like ah yeah screaming anyone can do that screaming humans are but like i started trying to do it a bit more in my music and i was like this is hard so and is it like, like from singing to that as well I would yeah well be, singing yeah. it but like i try now to sing a bit more from my stomach um but i use a lot of my chest voice basically but with the screaming, I found that at gigs, I would just basically completely just wear out my voice if I did it the way I was doing it. And it wouldn't even sound as good. So I looked up a few like metal screaming videos. <laughs> um, like literally, I just like how to get the t- technique. And like basically what I, the, the what there was a girl, I can't remember her name, but like she, her way of doing it is like, you kind of go like, uh, like say so you're like, uh, like you just, like a gr- very low growl and then you just work that up and up and up and I, and that was really really helpful to me mm. and then i and then like i just got better and better i'm actually like at a really happy place with my screams now it's uh, very cool. i remember andy from aletha black goose talking about it oh. and he he was like i heard he, he basically went into it and he was like it's surprising how primal you get with it like yeah you know- <laughs> oh my god it's it's quite fun to yeah. be honest like um say with hands for example um like that's how many that's like usually the third or fourth song of the set i think third um, and like obviously at the end i'm like ah, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> um but like when i was recording it it's it's almost like just like jesus and like because that was the one track we did in a full studio recording with les key and like when i'm on my own i don't mind as much but there's something about kind of like doing that in front of a person it's just like you feel so vulnerable like you're showing you're exposing the animal inside yeah, yeah, yeah. yourself or something. Exposing animal. <laughs> like, it sounds like a lyric to an emo song or something. Um, new song. <laughs> new song, guys. It's coming. <laughs> that's literally just all of Turgid, to be honest. Like, that's what the whole damn fucking EP is about. Like, it's the animal inside me. What's, isn't that a song, The Animal I've Become? Yeah, it's uh, Three Days Grace song. Of course. I just I just remember. I don't know if I actually know the, the song. I just remember, like, looking at uh, anime music videos and seeing. It's a very seeing, famous bass line. Yeah. <laughs> like um so yeah but um i don't know now for me it's just like okay here we go time to scream yeah because i always wonder what that was like because like i have there's a bunch of cds there that have like the making of and if you ever see like because black metal vocals when it's in the music mm. and death metal vocals they they sound when they're in the music like they belong there do you know yeah but then you see the guy just doing it on his own you're just like that looks ridiculous yeah it does <laughs> like you know and especially because my music isn't metal like it has metal influences like i don't i myself i don't even listen to metal really that much but Neither like it was more <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah like anyone believes that <laughs> um, but like what i took to be honest a lot of my screaming in my music inspiration came from uh ellie rousel from wolf alice oh wow, wolf, okay. wolf alice in general yeah so she what song is it it's like there's two songs actually that do it um it's like we got fluffy 
where she's like 16 so sweet and like and the, the real big boy kind of huge like when i heard the first time i was like oh like you know chills like this is changing my brain chemistry was um giant peach where the most of the songs like usual oh, will fallis alternate it's such yeah. a good song and then when she goes ah dark and pretty yeah like even now to this day i'm like i want to like she does a really high pitch kind of scream which i think is really hard like i find that my screams are very like kind of more guttural in the lower register which is not where i usually sing it i usually try to sing in a kind of higher register but like i remember the moment i heard is like wow it's kind of crazy that she's bringing that to an otherwise kind of not very screamy genre and i was like and i was like i want to figure out how i can bring that to my music and that was a lot of the idea going into like uh like but like my first kind of like experimentation was it was with a sister sister from uh the first ep and then Ooh. with there's a few well a good few more songs on it um turgid that have that basically so <laughs> yeah it's a uh, it's very fun it's That's very fun it does it does do a number on my voice i need to do like proper voice training for sure but i think i've gone to a place now where i can definitely do it a bit better without kind of having vocal damage after a show yeah because so. yeah frying your vocal it's, be. <laughs> it's rough it's rough yeah. Right, so this is the part where I ask you random. I I always say it's the I'd ask you random questions if we're in a bar. That's the way that I put it. Okay, great, great. So, uh, what was the first and last album you ever bought? <gasps> uh, sh- does it ca- <laughs> does it have to be with my own money, or does it have to be an album that you just received? Uh, no, we can do received. Okay, uh, Sugar Babes, Taller and More Ways. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's amazing. Mm, did you I, see them all I together? I did. I did. Oh I my! I heard it was genuinely amazing. It was like, actually such a good show, but like the sound, because obviously it's such a huge stage, and like we were really far back on the crowd, wasn't fantastic. Okay. Um, look, it is what it is. It's a yeah. festival, but like they were unreal. Their vocals were just. Oh, did like, they have like a full band and everything? Yeah, they it? had yeah. a full band. They had backing tracks, but they had like um. I think they had a guitarist or a bassist, a drummer, and like someone doing the beats and stuff. I think they had even more than that, but yeah, they were just an amazing performance. And um, oh, and they did a cover of uh, "I'll Bring You Flowers in the Pouring Rain." Oh no way! Yeah, I, see, actually, I was wondering, it's like, or unless I was completely unaware that they did make that song, but I don't. No, think I they don't think did, that's a sugar But song. um, yeah, they, and that was so sick. I was like, ah! <laughs> And it was such, a, and when they played Push the Button, I was like, oh my God, I am six years old dancing around my living room right now. You forget how good their music was. Like, I <laughs> honestly, I think they're like, they're better than Girls Aloud. Like, I think they were, sorry, Girls Aloud, actually. I didn't mean to shade <laughs> you like that, but like. Nadine's going to be furious. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, no, no, like, but like, I was just like, I feel like there was always a comparison between the two. Like, they make kind of different music, but honestly, I feel like they were just the the pop girl band for me at least like they just had it all they had the skills they had the songwriting they had the vocals like everything about it just i just love i I love the sugar babes um that album is just you know i've rinsed it because obviously i got it back in the day where i didn't have any kind of music listening means except for cd players Mm. so i just rinsed that album did you have a walkman no i didn't have a walkman i I didn't. My first music listening device was an iPod Shuffle. Oh, nice! Yes, I got it when I was for my eleventh birthday. I had the block iPod. Uh, oh, like yeah, the the, the, the thick ones. The yeah. real thick one. Oh, I, yeah. I had that for so long. Nice. And I got beaten up on my way home from no! Wales one time, and they took it. I was so angry. No! Oh my god, those bastards! Yeah. Oh my god, I always so. I was like, why would you even need what? this? Like, why did you need this? This for? was. Oh, by the way, I was like fifteen. Oh like, so it was. Way, it was way obsolete. What so there was the no hell? reason to take it otherwise just be nasty that's 
literally just like, oh, fuck you. I'm going to ruin your day. Like, as well as beating you up, I'm going to take this for no reason. Like, oh, my God. Did you get the Now CDs when you were growing up? Because that was my yeah. introduction to, that, like, uh, like amazing 100%, pop music. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I would basically, it would always be a thing where, like, say we're in a shop and I'd be like, in the supermarkets and be like oh my god it's the now and, and you see the ad and you know what songs are on it from the ads I was like mom please <laughs> please you forget how much uh, advertised they were like they oh were they were on god. all the time like they were just all this like huge graphics on telly and I'd be like okay what's gonna be on this one come on come on and like I had like two of them and like there's so many different songs that I got into because of those that I just I you know songs I wouldn't listen to any, by any other band ever I'm phrasing that terribly like no songs, i know what you mean yeah, songs yeah. i'd hear I'm like wow that's cool and then i'd never listen to anything by that yeah. artist again there was one song that's like don't you touch my boyfriend he's not your boyfriend i know that he's i do know mine. that song. and then there's another one by a band called or artist ida maria and it's like i like you so much better when you're naked like on just that like well you forget how yeah. like because like they were marketed i felt they were like marketed to like young like they were marketed to kids but like my neck, my back was on one of them. Oh my and god! So, and so was um, G- Gasolina Daddy Yankee was on as well, and the Thong song was on another one. Oh my god! And I know all of this because my cousin had all of them. Wow, that's mad. So we or were like, I say now? we were like seven. He goes, "Do you want to hear the uh, my neck, my back?" And we we're like, oh "What god. the hell is that?" He's like, "Oh, Kids pop okay. version, please." <laughs> what was the last album you bought? Last album I bought it was probably vinyl because that's usually when i buy music i buy vinyl basically mm. um and i try to do it a bit more um oh my god okay if you have to be told, i don't even buy albums that much anymore but i think it was oh my god i'm really gonna have to think about this like um i think it was before i lost it or did i order something I actually can't remember. I think maybe it might have been. Oh my god, this is this is taking ages. I actually. Well, I'm, we can do, we can do what's be... your current go-to music? Okay, yeah, maybe. maybe okay, I genuinely can't remember what the last one right. was. Um, but yeah, do you know what it is? It's because I always get a load of vinyl at Christmas because our family does a thing where we like get everyone vinyl. So oh, right. I get like kind of like oh that's me sorted for like a year basically um but I I can actually I can tell you what I I have received on vinyl for my birthday this year go ahead um <laughs> so my boyfriend got me um the Ghost in the Shell soundtrack oh and my that's bloody a Valentine <laughs> isn't anything so two very great choices thank you Patty good um, taste <laughs> yeah very good taste Ghost in the Shell vinyl is oh that's, my god I'd yeah that that's that soundtrack yeah. like I think it really like influenced me as like. I don't know, because like, I, I I sometimes do like sound design for like movies, well animation, animated movies, and like I'd like to do it a bit more when I get the time sometime in the future. Um, but like huge, huge influence on me, I suppose as as an artist in general, and also just as a person, because like when I saw that movie, I was like, oh, oh wow. I saw Ghost in the Shell for the first time on P. I saw it on a PSP because you used to be able to buy the D- you used to, be able to buy films on. Oh yeah, I remember. So, yeah, my yeah, brother had a PSP. I remember watching Spider-Man. it. Go- like I I didn't understand it the first time I watched it. Yeah. But I couldn't get over how gorgeous it oh, was as a film. It's just amazing. The, the scene in the in the where she has the fight in the water with the invi- the invisibility yeah. thing. Just the anime, and like you're just like this film is like in terms of animation, it's an old film. Like it's, compared, oh, they it, just don't do like that anymore. The, it's that and Akira as well. As oh, the other Akira! One. Don't get me started on Akira. <laughs> like <laughs> proper weeb. So you know, I, you know, that's, I could talk talk even more. So probably best you continue with your questions. Like, because like it's like don't get me started. Um, what was the first ever live performer that made you go, "Holy shit"? Hmm. Oh my 
my god that is damn i'm usually great at these answering these but like i i, I do i do i just go with the first answer that comes to my head or an actual sincere answer but... sometimes that does work and then sometimes after the episode you go like fuck do you know what actually do you know it's what not that. i will i have i have an answer and it is when i saw just mustard opening oh. for the chats in like i think it was 2018 maybe 20 i think it was 2018 20 yeah 2018 would make sense because it was like my second year of college and like they you know because i i heard about them like from my mm. friends and like i heard the odd song and i i knew pigs like my friend showed me pigs i was like this rocks these guys are great <laughs> and then i saw they were opening for the chats and i literally i was just there like i was on the balcony and i was like oh my god <laughs> like what is this what is that melody like literally like it was just unbelievable like and i was just like i'm a fan of these guys i love them and they are fantastic and then it was even more amazing because the first show i ever did in front of real people you know um was because i did one gig like recorded because of lockdown reasons um was supporting just Mustard. i was gonna say didn't you support just i Mustard? did yeah. <laughs> oh, oh god like it's just, it's just like <laughs> they're such like they're such nice guys because like you know they're like mates of mine now yeah, but yeah. like you know even when i chat when i meet them like i'm just like oh my god and like oh they're, and they're just like the nicest people as well they're just so so nice and like you know honestly i think they're my favorite irish artist well, or band i do remember the first time seeing them because zach actually brought me to them i think we went to the album launch and i was nice. a big fan of their music but i somehow just completely missed seeing them live and i was like holy shit it's it translates literally, even more literally, like, i would say like yeah like yeah. it's just they're i think they're a band you see live oh yeah you know yeah, yeah. they're like it's just katie's vocals combined with the just kind of i don't even know how to describe it it's yeah, just kind of a foreboding a... nature sometimes when you're watching like jeez this is yeah. like whoa it's a... like it's just <laughs> In the best kind of way like... like i genuinely like i was thinking this earlier today i was like they haven't made a song that i don't like i like all of their music <laughs> like i all their, their albums eps i was like i literally like every song they've made um, so shout out just mustard if you are listening uh, what's <laughs> up guys i'm still a huge fan <laughs> like uh who would you say is the most underrated artist at the moment oh man um oh actually do you know what maybe okay maybe they're they're not actually underrated maybe i feel they are because they're my favorite but um throwing muses and um, they're probably not that underrated because they are quite famous like from that kind of like 60s for ad era but they just don't nearly like i never ever ever see them talk about talked about i would say throwing muses is like kind i've of, never heard of them you, you should listen to them <laughs> yeah okay, <I> think... <laughs> so they are like probably overall like on average because like some of them may taste change but on average i would say throwing muses is like my favorite band of all time mm. so they're kind they're like kind of like that kind of like late 80s early 90s kind of alternative but like that little bit weirder it's like so the front woman or i guess front women is like kristen hirsch and tanya donnelly tanya donnelly went on to form the band belly which was a little bit more commercially successful throwing muses they were like they are well known but like they're just not talked about in the in the same way that like pixies and like i guess belly and all those kind of like 90s bands are but like they're just amazing mm. like uh kristen's songwriting like her kind of like song structures tempo changes you know key changes all that kind of stuff and her lyrics like if you listen to her like their music like especially like um you should listen actually an album you should check out by them i'd say would be the real ramona and in a doghouse 
so i think yeah i think in a dog house is my favorite album by them that isn't even my first album by them that i heard <laughs> and my the first time i heard them was like i was really young i was like i'm gonna say nine or ten years old and like i was going through my dad's cd collection which was was and is massive and like you know it's to this day we did a huge clear out it's still massive it's just it's, endless, it's just endless. Yeah. and like i was listening to like all these you know kind of rock bands with like male leads and stuff i was loving it and then my dad's like hey faith you know what you should do you should listen to more like you know female fronted or girl artists and i was like check these guys out and i was like okay listen it was throwing muses uh 2004 self-titled album so the you know it was like i just remember it was like one of those al- the cds that like kind of folded out oh did you pack something yeah. like that and the art was amazing and i listened to it and the opening track is this track called mercury and i was just like <laughs> like that album i rinsed it and rinsed it and rinsed it and then obviously this was like before i had access to spotify or youtube or anything and then so cut forward about 10 years maybe and like i'm you know starting as a teenager and then i started listening to more of their other discography now that i have access to youtube and stuff and i start going oh my god there's so many amazing songs <laughs> so and they just became my favorite by their huge influence uh kristen hirsch is actually doing a show i think next week that i'm def- gonna try and make There's in no- dublin like yeah yeah she's doing she's doing an ireland tour she's, she's she has her solo act as well oh, cool um just as her um and she's doing it just going around all ireland just doing gigs and she's doing one she was she's doing one in dublin but it's sold out so i'm gonna try and make her spirit store show in dundalk maybe but yeah so and like oh yeah i don't know it'd be kind of crazy if i like meet her it's like hello <laughs> like <laughs> you don't even know uh, but yeah i was so i guess maybe i would think that throwing muses are quite underrated maybe at least for our generation i just like you know the way i don't know you go on tiktok and you can see like different 90s alternative artists especially oh, yeah, like, 480 yeah. artists and like you know they're all part of that kind of like rising cool thing of like 90s and stuff but like there's just not nearly as much they just t- throw muses they just aren't talked about nearly as much as i personally think they should where you know i think they're just incredible like and you know i wonder if it's maybe because it's like you know they're female fronted you could maybe put that to a lot of like women in rock back in the day it was a bit more sexist mm. they experienced a lot more sexism in that kind of way perhaps where they was weren't given their 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 credit where credit was due yeah. or their claim where it was due basically so could have something to do with that i don't know but either way i just every person i meet who like is into music and i'm just like you need to check out throwing muses like i like and like almost every person that i talk that i say something about them to like nobody knows them so I'm just like, why? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm looking forward to listening yeah, to it. Yeah, I, I hope you do, because like, I'm, I'm jealous, because you get to hear it for the first time. So. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, well, there's that too, yeah. yeah. I will let you know how it goes. Nice. I've been dying to ask you as well, by the way. Um, it's the last question before, okay. but uh, what is your, because fa- you do your own album artwork mm-hmm. on your own, so what's your favorite? My favorite? <laughs> of uh, What's your favorite artwork cover of any artist? Of, of like, uh, <laughs> I really, really, I think Lenny, the Lenny artwork, Lenny favorite song. I really like the artwork for that, to be honest. Um, I don't know, but also like the Girls My Age stuff was really cute. Um, I suppose maybe because I'm in such a different place creatively from what that was, it doesn't appeal to me as much as like the stuff for Turgid. But I do actually, I really do like how the final EP Turgid, Turgid EP artwork came out. But I think Lenny, I think Lenny's artwork is my favorite. I think I'm just really happy with how that turned out drawing wise it's like, cool that you posted the process video for that as well by the way yeah i did like i was just like do you know guys i just want you all to know like i actually just drew this um because <laughs> I, I love i didn't realize until like literally like last month that procreate just like 
unless you turn it off automatically records like a video of you drawing what your art yeah oh my god i need like, to get this yeah, no 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 honestly get procreate get get like procreate only costs like what 20 quid if even that and like obviously you have to be like on the apple pen but then you have it you know and mm. also procreate are doing um because you can do little animations on procreate as well it's not a very sophisticated animation software but that's how i do all the canvases the little animations and stuff it's perfect level for me for someone like me who's like wants to basically just do little bits of animation without the actual commitment of having to be good <laughs> like an actual proper framing animator yeah. you know but they're actually coming out with like um i don't know when it is but they're going to be releasing this one-time purchase you know you know that's yes that is me adding photoshop fuck you photoshop you know what happened to one-time purchases for apps but they're i take it so long to get this one they're coming out with a fully fledged <laughs> animation software that's like going to be the same one-time purchase and it's like going to be it's it's going to change the game i'm going to be fucking getting it because i'm like i want to like do a little animation on the side no, i'll be definitely getting it as well the yeah. idea where you can just you can draw digitally anywhere you are is just, yeah oh my god it's, it's incredible i'm just like mm, i want to go to a cafe today and just like draw anime girls i'm like that's it that's what i do so <laughs> it's just so fun you need to get it i will definitely be getting it because i'm still using this thing and it's yeah, not exactly like, portable yeah it's not portable <laughs> like they are great and like those tablets are fantastic and like they work with like all softwares on like your laptop but like honestly and like you know there are limitations to procreate but like no, no, the conveniency I have not found is, them yet, yeah. to put it that way. <laughs> like, well, so. before we do the plug stuff, as in, because we know there's a there's a gig coming up in November. Yes. <laughs> um, the last question I was asking artists is, what do you love most about what you do? Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> so many things. Like, you know, there's always a struggle, you know, whenever you're making art and, like, you're, you know, a smaller artist, like, there's always a struggle. And it's like, oh, this is a lot of grit for sometimes not often the hugest reward but i honestly like getting messages from people who feel they've connected with my music is the best like actually I'm, oh sorry actually i know the real answer playing shows playing shows <laughs> that's i don't I, like i don't know why i had to think so deeply about that like playing gigs is the best like i just love it like especially when you can see even even if there's just like one or two people in the crowd like when you're there like oh my god i sound like that lady gaga quote. like there could be 99 people in a room <laughs> and only one yeah, like um, or, or, or no 100 people in a room. yeah but like honestly like i don't know like because i try not to look at the crowd when i'm playing too much but like sometimes i will if i see someone but you know like enjoying themselves or bopping along really vigorously i'm like i'm gonna focus on you now because you're making me feel like i'm doing a good thing and <laughs> like then you know you finish your set especially sometimes if you're doing a support slot because it could be people that don't know who you are and then they come up to you and they're like oh my god i've never heard of you like but i love this i'm like oh, thank you <laughs> like there was someone at ireland music week on like who came up to me and was like that was the best gig i've ever been to i was like it's definitely not but like <laughs> thank you <laughs> like you know i was like that's that's extremely high praise i appreciate that but um damn <laughs> who else did you see before me like i, I know i'm good but like who else did you see? like yeah but, but still it's just things like that like playing live shows and like being on you know it's, it's just so and you've got fun. such a lovely band with you as well oh my like, god I had, the it's so I had the pleasure fun. of chatting to them after the sprints uh, before uh, at the sprints gig i was like yeah everybody in this pad is lovely oh uh, yeah they're, they're, you're like, like they're like they're like my best friends you know like it's that's just that's what makes it so fun like you know even like outside of band stuff like well obviously you know me and reese like we're such good friends like we'd we be hanging out anyway mm. do you know what i mean it's like oh do you want to go for a I'm like, oh, sure, I do. Like, you know like oh, the just accent so is much fantastic fun. Yeah, you know like you know it's just it's just so much fun playing with them you know and they're just so 
into the project you know that's also another thing because like you know so with like such musicians you know like sometimes you know it's just another job they might not love but like what i love about the band is like they're passionate about being on the journey with yeah, me, yeah. you know and that is just something that like you know is just it makes it so much better they're so all about it they're so supportive and they just they're they're just there for me you know mm. they're there for it all basically and i just i honestly i couldn't think of anyone else i'd want to be doing the cruel sister shows with me like they're just I, I'll, I'll just keep singing their praises till the day i die <laughs> well, they all have very kind words to say about you as well i hope so <laughs> Oh, that'd be awful if they did. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, they definitely did. Um, it really was a pleasure chatting with them. And it's oh. been an absolute pleasure chatting well, with you. Thank you, you too. This is, no, seriously, to get people like yourself over and chatting with me for this means the world. So thank you very, very oh, much. Um, big, big fan. So uh, it's, it's, it was oh. funny. It, I swear to God, I messaged, when the EP came out, I messaged Zach and was like, do you think they'll come on? And she, he was like, well, just ask her. I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Like, it's just like, I'm so like, someone texts me, I'm like, hello, what's going on? Like, I don't know. Some people give, like, I, I I wonder if I give off like a slightly more less friendly vibe sometimes. Like some people have told me that I'm like, no, no please, no, don't, don't I'm worry. literally a bear, like <laughs> nice bear, like teddy bear, not like a vicious frizzy bear. The first thing I <laughs> said to times. you actually was, uh, I was like, we're going to be doing a podcast together, yes! and, I, and I was just, I was just like. Now it's not an existential podcast, but we can get existential. No, yeah. no, and then you just went, no, let's get existential. I, I know, I, I love that. I was like, come on, let's get existential. Let's get into the deep shit, the dark shit. Let's let's have it. So well, you know. so this is the part where you get to plug uh, what comes up next. So obviously, listen to the EP, yeah. and then the November show. Yes. I cannot wait for. Yes, that is that. So the show is on November third in the Grand Social, and it's going to be very cool. It'll be probably the longest set we've ever played. Uh, I love the Grand Social. Great sound on stage. Great sound off stage. And tickets are still available online. Yep. Um, so please buy one, <laughs> buy your friends one, buy your family one. Come along. Come Has the, the support been announced yet? Uh, I'm going to announce the support probably this week or next week. Exciting it's, stuff. It's very exciting. I'm very. I'm, <laughs> I, I can't wait to announce support. I'm. It's a. It's a. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's well, me. And stream turgid <laughs> or turgid. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Seriously, for that's, that's been me. fantastic. It's been a pleasure. And I, that's us. <laughs> So that is our episode for this week. One a quick thank you again to Faith for coming on and chatting to me, all things cool sister. Um, I was a huge fan. It's absolute pleasure to have her and it really was very, very fun for me. So that was awesome. So thank you for that. And uh, yeah, stream Turgid. Uh, get tickets to the, the show in Grand Social November. There'll be links for both in the description. And the uh, support for that actually has been announced. Echo North Star, which is very exciting. It's an act I have yet to see as well. So very 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 much looking forward to that so that should be an absolutely amazing night and uh, i guess from my end if you enjoyed that episode and want to hear more just like it please give the podcast a follow it really does help me out a lot uh gets me more discoverable and all that kind of jazz so uh if you could do that that'd be fantastic but uh the main thing is thank you very much for listening to the episode i really hope you enjoy it um hope you have a lovely lovely week and we'll be back again next week with a new guest thank you very much and goodbye <laughs>